Hey, man. <laughs> hey, what's I, the point? Of? Exactly. Nice. <laughs> You're so good at these intros. Thanks, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, these things just come to me. Uh, but that is going to be the the talk of the topic of today's conversation. What is the point? What is the meaning? Why are we all here? What are we doing? The meaning of life, the age-old question that uh, man is asked, and women for that matter, <laughs> since the beginning of time. And Inclusive. Jim and I are finally going to figure it out. Yeah. You're welcome. In You're, advance. Right. Yes. For free. We don't charge anything for, for this free. Kind of information. You don't because, have to buy a book. No. And we probably should because this is mostly bro science. Let's be honest here, right? It's what? What? Bro science. Okay. Okay. You're, you're not familiar with that term. Dissect that for me. I don't know if I can. Actually, because... you know what? I could probably Google it. Okay. I, I, like, I didn't make that up. Bro science. Okay. I feel like it's 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 some kind of like you create facts when you're in a fraternity and you've drank a bathtub full of Bud Light toilet water. There you go. And it's like, Hey, now I'm going to explain to you why the universe is the way that it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Pass Bro. me that weapon. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the straight love podcast. I am your co-host who boasts most roast DP Derek Paulson with me. And always is J- uh, Jimmy J the one and only cricket. How are you, you gorgeous stack of pancakes? You look fantastic, man. You really do. I'm good, man. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for saying so. It's been a it's been a good week. I'm kind of took a few days off from work, much needed, well, well overdue, and just am um, decompressing. Decompressing. Yeah. Was, was it like you would? Did you plan the days off in advance, or you just kind of woke up one morning? Early? Sort of, kinda. Okay. Not that too much in advance, but did a little uh, catching up on some life errands and whatnot, and then sort of today was a pretty good day of just. Uh, Reading, went to the gym, did some meditation, um, feeling good. Good for you, brother. Yeah, man. Good for you. I, I feel like it's a uh, it's it's kind of in that time right now where, you know, it's October. Uh, things have picked up at work for me certainly. Yeah. And uh, it's it's going to be a busy time I think now until the um, until the holiday season. But Thanksgiving is coming up. There's a lot to be grateful for. Uh, we've talked about the power of gratitude before on this podcast yep. and how important it is not just, uh, you know, to give thanks and, and, and to tell people how grateful you are for, uh, whatever kind of impact they've had on your life, but also for your mental health, it's actually super beneficial mm-hmm. as well. It's, uh, actually has enormous benefits for, uh, uh, to, to, to help you cope with things like uh, depression, at least one of the tools you can use and incorporate that maybe into your daily practice every day, whether that's, you know, taking a small moment in the morning just to think of all the things that you're grateful for, or even better yet, write them down in a journal because Jim and I are journal advocates. Correct. We have t-shirts that say that. Yeah. I don't really wear mine. <laughs> gratitude is great because gratitude is a higher vibration and, um, like you said, you have to set yourself up to put yourself in those higher vibrations, which I think is actually, uh, I don't think I'm jumping the gun here, but that is a, a great part of your question to what's the point? Uh, the point is to vibrate higher. I think so. Huh? One of them. That might actually be the slogan for love nest. I don't know for sure if that's of a slogan of what you don't know what love nest is the TV show. <laughs> Not empty nest, dude. Oh yeah, shit. Sorry, <laughs> empty nest. Okay, never mind. Right after Golden Girls, or right before Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Love nest. What? No. Is that a store? Yeah. It oh is. Yeah, yeah, shit. That's and they a sell store. vibrators. So. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're yeah. Like, we've got the, the. That was really good. Oh, thanks, man. No, no, it was really good. I was real slow on the uptake on that one, <laughs> so that's why that sort of that that it didn't crash and burn, but that, it's my fault that it did. Well, speaking of higher vibrations, though, I got to tell you a story about uh, today. I was at the LC. I was picking up some 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 alcohol for the Thanksgiving feast that I'm going to be having uh, this weekend. Less than ten people in the home because uh, you know we follow rules Shh. around here. Yeah. And there was two dudes in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> they were standing in line, six feet in front, of course. But I can hear them talking. And the other guy turns to his friend and he's like, oh, dude, uh, you're going to have to pay for this because uh, I forgot my wallet at home. And he turns to him and he goes, you good for nothing, bitch. <laughs> Sir. And there. I'll, I'll be damned if I didn't laugh straight for a good 35 seconds. Now, I'll be honest, I was on an edible, so I'm sure that oh, had something man. to do with it. But... <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, they were laughing, and then everybody's looking around, like, "What's so funny?" And of course, I can't tell them because it doesn't make any sense at all, yeah. and probably wasn't nearly as funny as I thought it was at the time. But mm, I feel I- <laughs> that's probably no. That's probably one of those things where you tell the story. You can. I'm I'm not falling over in laughter, but I can probably understand that had I been there, it's it was the guy was on point. Like he just to- like, and did he pay for him? I mean, he must have, I guess, right? Wonderful. Like, he stopped, looked at him, and took a pause, and just kind of, yeah. like, this wasn't the first time this guy pulled yeah. this shit kind of thing, right? So yeah. it was like, you good for nothing, bitch. <laughs> like, that was, there's, I mean, there's there's certain things that you call a person, and it kind of sticks. <laughs> like, you ever tell someone to shut up? Like, just be like, ah, shut up. And then it's like, well, I really, <laughs> or have you ever been told that? And it's like, okay, well, uh, I, I, I guess I've, you know, I guess I guess we're done here. Yeah, good for nothing is a good one. Good for nothing is a good one. That, yeah. yeah, that well. None of this is nice that we're kind of. <laughs> well, it's fine. It's not not nice. It's not not nice. Anyways, no. they were good friends. They must have been. I was, yeah, like that's a great guys. thing. Yeah, yeah. Guys, guys like to show each other that kind of. Uh, uh, I don't know. Distance, I, disconnected uh, type of love. I, I yes, interesting way of putting it. Actually. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know why. I mean, it's it's kind of ingrained in us. I don't know, maybe not ingrained is even the right way of putting it, but we just, I mean, you make fun of the people that you love sometimes in a, in a guy's world. Yeah. Bit. You know, it's like good-natured ribbing. But you, you would never, if, especially if you're close, you're never going to take that shit to heart. Like, I'm sure those guys just brush that up. They're probably not even thinking about it right now. He might call him a good-for-nothing bitch all the time. Yeah. I can't believe we're still talking about this, but... But hey, let's just go with it until it fizzles <laughs> out, which is now. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of uh, those two dudes just... We should get them on here. Uh, we should. We should all run into them again. The chances of those two guys being born are one in 400 trillion. Now, the chances of us being born... The chances of anyone being born are actually one in 400 trillion. Now, that's that's an impossible number. It's an impossible stat to kind of wrap your head around. So when you think about the miracle of life... The fact that we're here right now, the fact that we're friends, that we're talking into these microphones that are connected to this laptop that is now going to be broadcast. It's, it's all amazing. But what's even more incredible is when you start to think about how exactly it came to be that you were born. And we've talked a little bit about this on, on past podcasts yeah. as well. Your mom had to meet your dad. Your, if your mom would have had, you know relations with someone else you wouldn't be here basically but not only that but your mom's mom had to meet you know 
her her mom's dad and your dad had mom had to meet his mom's dad and so on and so on and so forth so at any point if one of those people just you know they got into a car accident they slipped on a banana peel and knocked themselves unconscious and ended up in the hospital and missed out on the opportunity to go to the local sock hop to meet whoever it was that they were supposed mm-hmm. to be with any, anywhere uh, along that, li- that, uh, that, that lineage, any, any of those things go wrong. You and I aren't, aren't having this conversation right now. When Possibly. I, how is that not correct, though? I don't know if I could say it's correct or incorrect. I know what you're getting at, though. I know what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So, so the, the fact of the matter is we're here right now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're conscious beings. We're, we're, we're aware of our own mortality. You know, we're we're at a, at a at a certain vibrational level where we we know that we are here, but we don't exactly know why we're here. You know, there's these people that think, okay, well, this supernatural being called God created us. I don't know. He got bored one day and it was just like, let there be light, and bang, now there's human beings. Even if that is the case, what was God's plan? Well, I don't really know what that is either. So. The question I have is, of course, that we've talked about since the beginning, is what's 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 this all about, man? What's the point? What are we doing here? And why are we here? Do you think it's the same for everybody? Well, I mean, okay, well, I guess we could we could break it down into certain parts. Then we could talk about what's the what's the okay. So you're saying your own personal purpose is one that you're deciding for yourself i think that's an idea i'm just thinking about this right now i maybe i don't think there is maybe i don't think that it's different for everyone maybe i think it's the same for everyone right okay because i think everyone's got uh soul whatever you want to refer to it yes right i i I do not to get down this path but i I just i find it so interesting the people that don't believe you know you just you die and you go six feet under and that's the end of that. There's just, I, there's too many miracles that are, that are happening every day that I just can't believe. And I'm not even, I'm not talking about miracles, like walking mm-hmm. on water and the, all those types of things. It's just the way that our world works, even what you're saying about speaking into these microphones connected to a laptop that's going to be broadcast as far as and, and as wide as we want it to honestly that's like a miracle if you that's a modern day miracle miracle yeah totally all the things that we do are i can't remember where i read it but it was it was someone was trying to debunk the the existence or presence of god by saying oh you know at one point in time they were they were revolving around the timeline of when jesus was walking the earth and saying oh well, you know there's all these miracles when jesus was walking on the earth and he did this that and the other and well where is where is god now like where are the miracles now and mm-hmm. uh, and the person debating back at that said what are you talking about everything you see in the modern world is like a miracle if you take a second to think about it sure. just because it's not again some rudimentary quote unquote miracle that happened 2000 years ago where donkeys were pulling carts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It's a different sort of level of miracle that happens in today's age. That's, that's super interesting. Like 
once upon a time seeing a guy, you know, theoretically Jesus walked on water. That was a miracle. Right. And people think, well, if, if that happened today, that would be astonishing. Right. But we're but, flying. But we're, <laughs> but you can ride in a chair in the sky. That's right. And that's that's just, you know, that's the norm. Yeah. And people are being cured of all sorts of illnesses and diseases and Elon Musk has taken us to Mars wherever right. that is. But there's nothing works. there's there's nothing happening right now. There's no miracles. Nothing's happened. Like is this something that you think that people are are are, are thinking about on a regular basis? Like we, we, we don't necessarily like to think about our own demise, right? We don't mm-hmm. we talked about that before as well, where if you there was a poll that was done for a certain amount of people and they asked if you could ever find out the day that you're going to die would you want to know like on july 28th 2025 you're going to be dead so between now and then try and make the best of it because we're we're we're, we where did you get that date i don't know it just came out could you imagine if one of us dies on that day i sure hope not that'd be okay i'm gonna have to timestamp this (laughs) i mean it's not far away but how crazy would that be i don't know if you channeled that or something sorry i totally cut you off no that's actually if you've ever seen the uh the the movie fubar they talk about that at at one point they talk about how the date of your like it's 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 you you know the movie yeah yeah, of course terry and diener totally yeah (laughs) so at one point you know they're they're hammered at the lake and they start having one of those drunk like you know revelations and it's like you know every year like your birthday, your death day goes by, but you don't know what it is. Right. You know, so like June 17th is the day, but <laughs> yeah. you'll never. Yeah, right. You won't know until it actually happens. And even then you won't know because you'll, you know, be gone. Wow. I know, deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, uh, my mind just became that. paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Shout out to Diener if he's listening. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I don't think about it a lot. I don't think about why we're here. I don't think about what what my purpose is necessary. And, and purpose may, might not be the the right word for it because when you think about purpose, you could think about okay, well, I'm here to to spread kindness. I'm here to spread yeah. love. I'm here to spread good karma. I'm here to undo bad karma. Uh, but why? You know, what's uh, the what's the per- what's the reason what's what's this all about i think we uh, I, it feels like we co- like many other things we just complicate it too much i feel like it's just too complicated okay because it, it is this endless search for something that's supposed to be so majestic and magnificent the mm. definition of it right mm-hmm. that i i just i think it's i think it's so far beyond that that it really it's almost as though it's gone full circle of how beautiful it is that it's, it couldn't be more simple. And to that, I'm saying, I guess I just sort of, I was, I was thinking about this all week and I guess I just sort of think or have come to the conclusion right now. The conclusion is it yeah. could change. It could change. It could change in four minutes when you say something intelligent to me or insightful. Right. <laughs> but I don't know how it's not to, the meaning of life is to feel good. Be happy? Or is that different? I think that's different. Feel good. I mean, that that is a, a simplistic way of... Right. And I think it's... I think that is an enormous tree trunk hmm. that has a bazillion branches to it. Okay. And I think that 
going back to earlier, so it was a good sort of foreshadowing about vibration and where we are in that. I think the purpose is to find that good feeling of yourself in your life that is at that higher vibration. Because I don't believe, because people will equate, you can equate feeling good to a billion zillion different other things, right? Mm -hmm. But let's call it for what it is. You know, I have some pretty rigid beliefs about fuck this nonsense about nothing's wrong or right or sure. good or yeah, bad. Yeah. Like, I know, and yeah, we, we uh, got into that last That shit's a cucaracha for me. I hate it. <laughs> feeling good from substance abuse is not the same feeling good as exercising and meditating and hugging someone you care about. Okay. And to that degree, I feel that you can build a life. You don't have to change the world, but you can build a life around feeling good from higher vibrational things, which I think it changes the composition of existence when you elevate your own vibration. What is it? I think Dispenza measured, they've measured now that your heart or maybe prior, maybe it was heart math Institute that your, your heart, uh, emits an electromagnetic field that's something like what three meters around you or something three or four meters it's not like astronomical or anything like that yeah. but literally an electromagnetic field emanates from your heart that's fascinating yeah like you posted that on our instagram actually I, there was no uh, nobody's name was was attached to it so I, I actually thought that maybe you wrote that you learned about that in meditation class and you wrote it i was like this is brilliant but you're saying it was Dispenza? I think he was the one that measured it. Okay. Or, dope, or he man. said, or he said very, it for very sure. Cool. Very cool. It is really cool. And that's why I think the more that we learn about these kind of things, the more that these things become accepted in mainstream, I think it does change the complexion of what it means to exist. So why do you think it matters though? At the end of the day, you're going in the ground. So how you live your life here? Why do you care about how you leave the world afterwards? I mean, we're talking to somebody who doesn't have any children. So maybe that is a better question for someone like you, where the default answer would be, so my kids have a better place to grow a weapon. But I don't, but I don't think it has anything to do with that, actually. I think it's a great question that you're asking, but I don't think it has anything to do with that. I don't think it has anything to do with what you're leaving behind. It's being right now. It's being in the now. Like, I mean, okay. Eckhart Tolle is all about being sure. in the now, right? Don't yeah. be a prisoner to the past mm -hmm. and your future and, and being in the now. So what, what happens in the now is that you you embrace all of that it is and you choose to be at a higher vibration regardless of what's happening around you. And I think if you have a life of being in that higher vibration. It's just, uh, it's becoming now a scientific it's, I don't think it's bro science, but I think it's becoming a scientific fact. They're able to measure these things, whether it's quantum mechanics or quantum physics or metaphysics or any of those types of things that I don't know fuck all about, but it's like the vibration creates more of the same vibration creates more good things. And mm. so a little bit of a deviation from your question. If it doesn't really matter what ends up, what it doesn't matter because you end up in the ground anyways. Well, I mean, I'd rather live a life in a higher vibration and feeling good than feeling terrible. Right. Because the fact of the matter is you are here. That's right. Thank you. Perfect. So, you are here. So like, there you go. What are you trying to fight? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't matter why the fact is you are right. So what are you going to do about it? Right. Huh? 
You know what's interesting, man, is that there's a lot of people like you and I have the the luxury of being able to have this conversation because we're at a point in our lives where our base necessities are for the most part taken care of. Yeah. Right. We have employment. We have food in the fridge. We have fresh water. Right. Uh, and, and we can kind of ponder these 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 things that a lot of people can't think about because they're more worried about. How am I going to feed myself today? How am I going to feed my kid today? How am I going to make sure that I don't get murdered today? And I'm I'm not being facetious. No, there's areas of the world where people are living in fear every single day. Right. So for them, it's all about survival, right? And I wonder if they ever think about why it is that they want to survive so much. You know, like they, they're fighting every day to live. And let me let me let me let me see if I can go off in a bit of a, of a tangent. I don't know where this is going to be, but I, I know that, and I don't know if we've talked about this on a, on a prior episode. And I'm sorry if, we, if we're repeating ourselves, but there was uh, it was either it was this might have been part of a documentary that I saw where they were trying to explain the concept of suicide to people in this African nation who were who were mm-hmm. just fighting to live every day and trying to explain to them that there was there there are people in first world countries that just killed themselves yeah. and it was just completely lost on them as to why they would do that. If they, they, they for all intents and purposes lived in a life that afforded them those, those base necessities being taken care of, you know, like, like the, the, the look of bewilderment, like what are you talking? We're fighting every single day just to survive. And you've got people that are offing themselves. Like it's just, you know, it, it, it was, it kind of put an interesting spin on it. I guess to a degree, it's relative, but it's not. So the the avenue of being relative, I think of for sure these people are, their primary concern is where am I getting fresh water? Right. However, in your life, for example, your primary concern perhaps today or yesterday or whatever it may have been was the X number of projects you need to deliver on. Sure. And that creates a wealth of stress and anxiety for mm. you, possibly, potentially. And that is what your primary concern is, is because that, that's just where you are in life. That's where your exist that's where your existence has situated you. For whatever reason, that's that's the that's your costume that you wear in this life. Mm. And so while all of those issues, whether it be where am I going to get clean water from today or I need to... How am I going to avoid being raped and killed? Sure. Yeah. Right. They're all they're all relative to what your station is in life currently, like where you've, where you've been placed by whatever higher being has placed you in that spot. I agree, but it, it you know, the stress and anxiety that are... That, 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 that's probably being induced on someone who is fearful for their survival right. each and every day. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say I can compare that to the stress of meeting deadlines and no. relationships and whatever else, but suicide is a viable option for people that are depressed, anxious, the list goes on and on. But suicide doesn't seem to be an option for people that are living in, in, in absolute fear. And in some cases, you know, potentially also very sick. I don't know, but it, that, that thought still doesn't enter their mind as, okay, well, this is option B or C for me. You know, it's option A is survival. And that's all I'm thinking about right now. 
Right. Yeah, it is very interesting. I don't know if I necessarily think, I, I wouldn't know, I, I don't know who would know, but I wouldn't necessarily think like people in different circumstances don't think of what the meaning of life is. Like I said, I don't I, know. That's, I think it's, I have no idea. While maybe the makeup of it is different for everybody, I think ultimately, again, going back to, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to promote my own uh, theory here, but the viewpoint of having it be, what are you doing to keep yourself in a higher vibration of feeling good, like feeling not even that you're, well, I mean, I guess it's probably part of it. I was going to say not even that you're useful or purposeful, but I guess to me that all just boils down to the, the frequency and the vibration that you're at, the, the intention of the things that you do in life. Are they for a good reason? Are they for a, a purposeful, valuable reason? Are they for not even to make the world a better place? Cause really how many times have you seen the quote or read something that just says, if you're your best self, you're offering the the best to the world. Like sure. that's what, that's what changes it. You know, I mean, the ocean technically is, uh, an uncountable number of little drops, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's all, it all contributes to the same thing. And some of my best days, man, I haven't done anything that changes anything notably for anyone at all. Like sometimes those days are getting a, a good night's rest and being outside and seeing someone you care about and not putting yourself in the path of just garbage Sure. That brings you down and you feel, at least I do, I feel like, I feel great. I think that's an interesting concept. Just feeling good. What do you, what, what, what are you here for to feel good? Like if, if you could survey the world, you could say, you know, what's, what's the meaning of life? What do you think people would say? I, I wonder if, if that would be up there is one of the, uh, of, of the, of the top five answers to be happy, to feel good. Right. It's funny how the majority of us, I would say the vast majority of us all want the same thing to just be happy and peaceful and to feel good. And yet there's still so much misery and war and death right. in the world and pollution and all these kinds of things. I mean, it's, when, when you have a planet full of, I don't know how many billions of people we have now, is it five, six, seven, is it seven? Oh yeah. Okay. So 7 billion people. Yeah. And you would think that, I mean, a, a large percentage of those people just want, you know, want to be happy, want to be good and want that actually for the people that are in their community or in their countries or in their cities. And still we manage to be at odds with each other. Because people aren't doing things that make them feel good. Do you think that that's it? Yeah, I do. Okay, so you think that it's people making bad choices, whether that's N- narrow, narrow-sighted choices. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. When you, this is what I've been thinking about for the last minute or two. But tell me the answer. When you do all the volunteer work that you do, do you feel happy or do you feel good or both? Do I feel happy or do I feel good? I would say good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. How happy and good are two different things. Yeah. I guess I never really thought about breaking them down like that. And here's the thing. You're doing something good. You're doing something that, in my opinion, is in a higher vibration. You're helping. You're giving your best self, as best as you can on whatever given day it is, yeah. but you're giving your best self to 
help whatever cause or organization it is. You're doing something good. Mm -hmm. You feel good. Yeah. Now, going back to my example of saying, oh, well, you know, if I have a day where I go and exercise and I eat well and I read a book or get out in nature, I feel good. Yeah. I feel better about myself. I feel better about my life. Now, you can extrapolate all those things into bigger, more significant behaviors and actions like what you do with volunteer work. And so now you're still feeling good, but that good is creating more good for, for like really direct, tangible good for something else. Whereas, sure. whereas um, my example of going back to me again about what I was saying, if I feel good in a day because I've done things that have focused around me, well, maybe... Maybe I'm just a more pleasant human being or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. And fine. I guess there's a place for that as well, certainly. Yeah. But doing something good that is at a higher vibration, you can you can extrapolate that and you can magnify all of that where you where you will make tangible change in the world. So why do you think it's difficult to make good choices? One, they're they are difficult, period. Are they though? I mean, is for it some people, I think they are. Yeah, the, it, yeah. Because the thing is, man, is we've spoken about this before. When you have things that are at a lower vibration, right? So lower vibration are there's a place for everything. Like I'm not suggesting that everyone has to be fucking spinning like a top all the time. Sure. But I mean, watch eight episodes of something on Netflix. If you think that's at a higher vibration, <laughs> someone needs to tell you otherwise. But here's the thing: I don't know how many people I've come across in my life in speaking. Um, say for example about nutrition mm -hmm. and they'll tell you what they eat for breakfast and I will say in my head holy fuck that's terrible oh. and you'll say more politely oh well you realize that that is not the most healthful food and the person will hear you and be like what do you mean? And these are people that you're, that you're saying are healthy? They're not unhealthy Okay. right? but they're just unaware of their exactly okay. you're un oh, you're uneducated okay. so sure. really as as simple as an evident as evident and apparent as it may seem to people like you and I and whomever else that oh i see what you're getting at it's just it's it's a level of consciousness right and oh, education okay. level okay. of consciousness and education yeah i was on the internet today you're kidding i for real <laughs> for real the internet yeah yeah so tell me about it. It's blowing up. <laughs> we got to get this podcast on the internet is what we got to do. The what now? <laughs> I was on the internet today and I had said to myself, I'm, I want to read my book. And I was on the internet and I was sort of getting sucked into the internet. And it honestly, I shit you not, man. As soon as I was like, fuck this, I'm done with this computer. And I closed it down and I opened up my book and I started reading. I instantly felt better. Wow. Well, good for you for being able to have that moment. Okay. And, and that's kind of the point here is that a lot of people don't have that aha moment where it's like, okay, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm starting to really lose track of the fact that I'm getting you know, lost in this YouTube wormhole of, you know, whatever kind of nonsense it is that you're watching fail videos or something, which I'm not shooting on those. They're hilarious. But you know, if when you're, when you're, when you've wasted the last three hours watching them, you kind of hopefully before that will catch yourself and be like, I should really be doing something a little bit either more productive or something that's going to make me 
feel better about myself. Although, you know, now that when I'm saying that, there is there is happiness in being lazy sometimes, isn't there? Absolutely. You need yeah. a break. 100%. You need a break. So, And I think that that's important to kind of underline here as well. Because like you said, I mean, it's it's fine that, that, that you're doing things on a consistent basis mm-hmm. to better yourself and to better the lives of those around you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't think that you got to be taking some sort of a mental health break, some sort of a lazy break, some sort of a cheat day, and making that an, an, an also a... Uh, a consistent occurrence, not like, you know, weeks at a time or anything like that, but making sure that you're at least giving yourself permission to have those days. I think that that's uh, a lot of people sometimes lose sight of that as well. Absolutely. It reminds me a little bit of the book I was actually reading today. It was referring to and um, a response that Eckhart Tolle had said to an interview that he was in just literally about how you manage your thoughts, right? Because he's big on the whole, how your egoic mind and your thoughts just run your life. Mm -hmm. And the interview was just basically asking, well, how do I harness this in? Like, how do I solve this? What's the, you know, what's the magic equation for this? And he just said, you just have to be aware of it. Yeah. That's where I think we lose out a whole ton. What, what, what an easy answer. Right. That unfortunately, isn't so easy, right? Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I think we miss out hugely on stepping, taking a step back and looking at what we're doing in our lives on a daily basis and just saying, does this make me feel good? Yes. In the right context, in the right reasons and having a consciousness and awareness to know the difference between, like I said, Am I feeling good because I'm abusing a substance or am I feeling good because I went for a run and got fresh air? Yeah. And you know what? If you, if you went on that run and you got fresh air and then you binge on some Netflix that night, you're probably right. going to feel a little bit better about yourself because at least you put in yeah. the work beforehand and now you're rewarding yourself right. afterwards. Right. And yeah, I agree with that totally. And you wonder why there are so many people that are striving to figure out what their purpose is and, and the impact that they want to have or the success that they want to have for themselves. And it's not enough. Right. So yes. then what does it tell you? you it, it's right there for you in black and white, figuratively. <laughs> I mean, how, we complicate things. We immensely complicate things about how what we need to do or how we should be doing it. And really it just, are you feeling good in your daily life? And is it not coming at the expense of someone else or yourself? Yeah. And if you're not, then why, you know, that's right. You know, ask yourself those questions though. And like that, that's a great example. Like you're talking about where somebody is in the pursuit of always wanting more, whether that's another promotion or or, or whatever that is in your pursuit, you're pursuing something that may never fulfill you because how are you ever going to be happy if you can't be happy in the current moment? Well, and you've said it, you said this once upon a time as well about if, well, if you're the person that has 16 Ferraris, basically at, at some point, probably around Ferrari four, <laughs> you, you probably like, all right, well, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, it's so bananas to even think that that's, it is, you know, People collect those things like shoes. Like I've got the Jordans in white, blue, and yellow. But, you know, people do that with Lambos. And you can have all of that, certainly. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not shitting on being, you know. Not at all. But does your life feel good? 
And that can be in any manifest manifestation as you wish. That could be because you are a parent. That can be because of the job you have. That can be because of how you live your life personally, even yeah. if it focuses and is revolves around you. Totally. And think about how rich you are if that's your reality. Right. Being happy or, mm-hmm. or feeling good about yourself and your circumstances and your family and where you live and you know be grateful i i I just i i think that there's a lot of peace in that i agree different things matter to different people but i'd be hard pressed to to say that we all don't have an interest in feeling good yeah and doing things that make us feel good again stressing that are we doing the right thing so Good things and right things. Good things and right things. Okay, so you're going to have to elaborate on that a little bit. Well, again, by that I mean good things, exercising, right thing. Good thing, hamburgers and french fries, five times a week, bad thing. Okay, okay, okay. So balance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then, But again, being able to take the take that feeling and and apply it to everything that you're doing in life to a degree like matter again mattering upon how much impact you really want to have in the world i think your volunteer work is wonderful it's amazing i'm i I, i'm super proud that you do it and but for me um i haven't volunteered in ages yeah you know i i I think that what what when you when you talk about having an impact on the world just being a good person is impactful. It make, is going through life like that right. is going to make the corner of your world better, and it's going to seem better. Well, look at how much of the United States of America is on fire because there are so many people that just aren't good people or making bad choices. Sure, both. Yeah, yeah, or listening to people that are unfortunately influencing them to make bad choices. So that in and of itself is indicative of how simple it can be that you don't need to build schools in a third world country. Yeah. Although shout out to those who do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> shout out to those people that are really making a big difference. Yeah. Have you ever, um, have you seen, this is the name of a movie. It's on Netflix. It's called my octopus teacher. My octopus teacher. Yeah. That sounds made up, but okay. It's not made up. What's it about? An octopus. You're kidding. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, octopus, they're apparently brilliant. And and they might be, you know what? That's probably the closest thing to an alien that we have that lives on this planet. Right. So a good friend of mine suggested it to me and I watched it last week. It's amazing. It is amazing. There's a fellow, I think it's in South Africa from remembering, I've already forgotten that bit of detail, but he... Um, he basically went snorkeling and uh, and diving. He lives on the on the on the coast, and he's a photographer. I believe he creates documentaries, things like that. And he essentially it took. He did this for nearly a year, literally every day. Okay. He befriended an octopus. It is amazing. It is wonderful. It changed his life. Being friends with an octopus. Yeah. This is the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's amazing. <laughs> it is like um, it's amazing, man. It's and it's just it's honestly a documentary. 
Yeah, it's it's more a documentary than anything else. He basically chronicles him doing this for nearly a year. Okay. And it's it's everything. It's it's cool. It's beautiful. It's exciting. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. Okay, it's well. all of these things, and he just feels so good about his life wow. because of this. Okay. So this dude, yeah, became friends with an octopus. The octopus and now hugs he feels him. Good. The octopus hugs him. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, I'm going to write this down. What's the name of the... uh, My Octopus Teacher. My Octopus Teacher. Right. Fascinating. Yeah. There's a a video on the internet. Speaking of the internet, I think it's... I've seen it on YouTube where a... I think it's an octopus that was in captivity in New Zealand actually escapes from 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 its tank, from the tank that it's in, crawls across the floor... And then goes down a sewer uh, pipe yeah. and makes its way back to the ocean. There you go. And they actually capture this on security footage. Yeah. I got to look that up. Now, this might be the same octopus that actually befriended this dude. You oh. never know. No, you don't. <laughs> no, that's true. I was going to say, I don't think it is. But no, I don't know for sure. Yeah. I don't know the timeline of all these things. But I bet if you were to ask that guy what the meaning of his life was... He may quite probably answer to have this experience in his life. Wow! And honestly, he says it. He said it changed everything for him. And I will boil it down to: it just made him feel good. Like to see all these things. It said it changed how he started raising his son. It changed how he thought about things. Like that, whatever that connection that he created with just this an, an animal, right? It's just, it's, it's remarkable. I love the fact that you liked it so much. I have to see it now because yeah. you, you've, it, it's obviously had an impact on you as well. It's super cool. It's super cool. Are you afraid to die? Right now? Um, like not today. No, no, I, I, I know not today, but because my death, I know it's imminent, but it's not, do you know what I mean? I, I'm not, I guess I'm not. Okay. So I, I don't know if that's, if I'm going to let you off the hook with that answer though. That's fine. Because... You're 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 kind of living in a space where you're like you're you're not allowing yourself to think about it, kind of thing. Like you you haven't come face to face with your own mortality, so it hasn't put you in a position where you had to think about it. What like, do I need to think about? You, I'm, I'm, I'm ter- I, why? I, 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 why what? Why are you terrified? I, I don't want to die. Okay. I like living. I feel good. Because <laughs> I because because life right now for me is a certainty. Okay. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I'm 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 99% sure that I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Okay. I'm 99% mm-hmm. sure I'm going to go to sleep tonight. I'm going to dream. I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to be able to do that. Theoretically, if everything goes well and I take care of myself and I don't you know have any accidents or or, or come down with any uh, terrible diseases, I could be around for another 40 years. I might be maybe 50. Who knows? You know, I'm probably somewhere around midlife right now, and life to this point has been pretty adventurous. It's been pretty wonderful. It made some amazing friends. I've had some incredible experiences. I've gone places that I never thought I would go and I've um, loved and I've lived. I really have. And I'm enjoying myself. And there's no certainty that things are going to carry on into the next world and be, and, and be like, here's the thing, man. When I was a kid, I would think about death and dying. And I remember crying, uh, you know, 
10, 11 o'clock at night, uh, just, you know, maybe eight, nine years old or whatever, however I was mm-hmm. and crying and, and, and going to my mom and being upset that she was going to die at some point And my dad was going to die and everybody that I knew was going to die and I was going to die. And I was trying to wrap my head around how death meant in darkness, but darkness didn't even really mean death because you'd have to be aware to see the darkness. But even that you won't because you won't exist. You'll be gone. Like I can't wrap my head around that. Even now, you know, so it's, 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 it, it, it makes me uneasy. Like I, I, I admire, maybe not admire, but I, you know, I, I, I people that are, are, are so that have, that, that their faith is so, is so deep and whether or not that's blind faith, we can, have, we can argue about that, but they're, they're so certain that they're going to go to heaven or to an afterworld and, and float through there for eternity. Um, I don't know. I just. Because because death is a certainty, and the afterlife isn't, that freaks me out, man. So, if let's say you knew that the certainty for the afterlife was that there was absolutely nothing or something, mm-hmm. okay, I don't think it matters. Would it change your outlook on this life? Would it change your outlook on what you're doing? <sighs> I don't know. Would it change to my outlook on what I'm doing? Maybe I, 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 I'd like to say I'd be even more careless, but God knows what that would look like. So I, I, I can't honestly say that. I think it would it would at least kind of give me something to look forward to, right? I'm not looking forward to death, but when in I'm, in both in both instances. So let's say there's nothing. I was thinking about I was thinking about in, uh, you know floating through. Xanadu for an eternity and I think we talked about this on a prior episode as well and that kind of freaked me out too because that seems forever is forever a good thing like I get what you're saying and it's just because we are not capable yeah. to understand what that is right. that's all that's why it's scary because then again it, again going back to what you said it's it's that concept is uncertain to us so it's frightening and that but that also kind of gives me a little bit of solace I like the fact that Eternity seems scary, but because I can't really wrap mm-hmm. my head around what it is, at least it could be something good. Mm-hmm. Because for whatever reason, I'm thinking that, hey, it would be great for maybe the first whatever sure. amount of time that I'm there, but you know, I can't shut it off. I have you ever, have you ever seen that peanut butter commercial where the guy's like, it's like the first time he's ever eating peanut butter? It's like Jif peanut butter, I think, or something like that? No. Yeah, so it's the commercial basically is just like six separate clips, like backgrounds settings of this guy just eating up his toast with peanut butter, a piece of bread with peanut butter, and every single time he like loses his mind because of how <laughs> delicious he thinks Jeff peanut butter is, right? And it never gets old yeah, no, to him, like the it's peanut butter. Funny even thinking about. Yeah, the 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 impact to him of how delicious the peanut butter is never gets old. It's as great as it is the first time, as it is the sixth time on the commercial. Oh, so you're saying heaven's like that? Well, why can't it be? Oh, cool, man. That's a tw- that, I, that's a, that's an interesting analogy. Maybe. Maybe you never stop feeling good. Maybe. And and that doesn't get old. Like, it doesn't diminish itself. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't... I, I don't know how you can feel... Yeah, that's... that's that's Again, it's... it's We only we only can kind of wrap our head around what the, the limits of our thoughts are, right? So... Yeah. So you're... Okay, so you're not... What do you... What do you so you're not scared... You're not scared of death because you don't think about it. That's kind of your... your, your, your 
I, I think so. Well, I, I'm not... Again, it might be different when I'm on my deathbed. I might be scared. But I'm not now because I believe that there's something more. And I've come to my own conclusion. I've come to my own belief that I, I can't understand what the more is. But it's not going to be... Not that this is bad, but it's not going to be worse than this. Mm. It's going to be better than this. Well, there, there's some people that would argue that this is hell. Yeah, absolutely. Like this, like I would be one of those on Earth people, actually. depending upon what the day was. <laughs> so, but I mean, not to put words in your brains, but I don't think if you had a if you had if someone presented you with a certainty that said, okay, when you die, you're done, that's it, or when you die, it's something marvelous and magnificent. I don't know. Does it really change how you're going to live your life right now? Or are you still going to strive to sort of be a good person and, and, and be the best person you can be right to feel good each and every day? Okay. Fair enough. I, 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 I appreciate what you're saying and you're right. I, I would still want to feel good and I would still live the life that I'm living. Uh, I, I guess I would. Yeah. Maybe later on. And, and who knows? Are there, do you really see that many people that are old that are stressing out about dying? Maybe there are, but Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I maybe we just maybe I just need to improve my relationship with death. There are some people that celebrate yeah. death. You look at Cinco de Mayo. I think that's exactly what that celebration is, the Day of the Dead. Yeah. They, they celebrate it. Um, and I'm sure that there's – like we, we, we have a very you – know, funerals are just the most – they're so, you know, it's, it's nothing but despair and it's black and it's tears and it's memories and it's regret. And it's just, you know, it's, it, we, we, we have such a mourning period, uh, because it's like, oh, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't live in this existence anymore. My God, like the, the horror, mm-hmm. um, and understandably so, I mean, you've created a connection for of course. however many years. I mean, if, if it's someone elderly that's lived a long full life then you've created numerous amounts of connections that no longer exist and then if it's someone that's before their time then it's then it's uh completely unfair right and it's and there's that sort of strife that goes along with that but to your point what you were saying it's we do look at it as it's a little bit i I totally get it obviously but it also is a little bit narrow-sighted because it's to say well that this is everything and and Everything is wrapped up in this existence here on this plane right. of dimension, which I was just like, that is so fucking self-centered. So limiting. Yeah. And right. so it, it's just yeah. so self-centered yeah. as like a human species to think that. Right. The universe revolves around us. Everything. Only awareness. And right. No one seems to refute the fact that there's a trillion times a trillion stars across innumerable amounts of galaxies. But yet everyone is like, but we're the only living things. <laughs> Totally believe it because I can see the jillions of stars out in the sky, so right. I see it. Yeah, but we're the only. It's just us. Again, it's it's just beyond our comprehension. Right. Even what you just said, I, I don't, I, I can't figure out what that means. Trillions of stars. I don't, I can't, I can't quantify that. Right. So it's, huh? It's just a, it's just a limiting belief, and that's why the more we speak about it, and the more I'm thinking about it as we speak, I honestly, I just the meaning of life is just to feel good. The meaning of life is just to feel good. Yeah. Life is good. Life is good. And if to, life is to, good. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I, I wasn't sure where I was going with that. I just start talking sometimes. I have no idea where it ends, but that's one of the reasons why I love you. 
but it's just it's to feel good for the right reasons feel good for the right reasons and do good for the right and do good for the right reasons and then it's and then it's up to you it's your choice i don't think anyone's going to hold it against you i don't think you're going to lose any karma points how much of that good do you just want to how much of the good do you want to expand beyond your own little electromagnetic field right so beautiful you can like i said you can be me and go to the gym and try to be a nice person and not flip people off in traffic and be calm and cool and meditate and give hugs or you could do all of those same things and volunteer like you do or you can go and build schools in third world countries and are you are you doing good for the right reasons bingo that's what i think there you have it lovely listeners the meaning of life is to do good be good feel good yeah, we figured it out. We figured it out. I knew we would, man. Yeah, I did too, for free. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, and you. Love you, man. Love you too. And we love you. Thank you so much for listening. Go be good. Be good to each other. <laughs> Thank you.